You are listening to a Lighter Side Show podcast flashback with Jamie Butler, the everyday medium. This audio originally aired as a video episode on the Lighter Side Network and may have been edited from its original version. For up-to-date classes and events with Jamie, visit jamiebutlermedium.com and subscribe to the lightersidenetwork.com for hundreds of video episodes and podcasts that explore wholeness living, trans-channeling, energy work, and more. The Lighter Side Network, where the everyday meets the extraordinary. Hello, Lumineers. Welcome to Graceful Insights on the Lighter Side Show. I will be your host today. My name is Grace, with the help of Jamie Butler's channeling. Thank you so much for being here with us. Today, I would like to discuss how to you allow yourself to be available around others whose belief systems don't align with yours. Now, we're going to go in a variety different directions here. We're going to talk about death and dying. We're going to talk about your political environment and your family environment. We could also include work in there somewhere because I am positive that some of you Lumineers, though aligned with the biggest light that you know how to give, still cannot seem to connect with someone else who has extremely different belief systems than you. So I hope to kind of unpack these things. Now, I have asked that Colleen and Jesse, who is behind the camera, to communicate with me as we travel down this road. So I hope to hear some insights from them. Do you agree? I'm all for it. Absolutely. So before we begin this, I would like to suggest, Colleen, that you do write down or provide the link to a needs and feelings list. And we know that's quite popular over here at the Love and Light Institute, but I don't think it's quite popular in every household. And it needs and lists chart. You can find this online. You can find it through nonviolent communication. It's an inventory of words in your English language that are associated to need and you can guess the feelings are words that are associated to feelings. Now, they are broken down to needs met, needs unmet, feelings when needs are met, and feelings when needs are not met. Now, we're going to be looking at feelings when needs are not met, because that is the true sense, the act, when you're not aligning to somebody else's belief systems. What we think of being a light worker is that we ourselves need to be somewhat giving, accepting, comes to engaging into your environment in any situation that you're approaching. It is always going to be done so through a boundary, through a filter, and boundaries and filters, some of you might call them likes, dislikes, are based on needs and feelings. That is correct. When we begin to identify what our need really is, and whether it can be fulfilled or not, but it, what the need is, and what we are feeling about that need, we can hence be with anyone. But it does not mean that we must believe accept, digest, take on 
what somebody else is believing or doing that does not align with ourselves. So that is the first line in the sand that I wish to draw, is that being a light bearer, being a lumineer, does not mean that you must embrace and accept and take on that which you do not align with. In fact, I encourage you to set your filters and set your boundaries. So let's take, for instance, you are sitting with a loved one or someone who is crossing over. Let's say it's a pet person, a beloved plant you've had for over two decades, and it is deciding to leave its body. And it goes against everything that you wish because your need is for their well-being and that well-being is aligned to their physical health yet they have given up on themselves and they are now transitioning and when I say given up on themselves I am meaning that there might be some kind of cure or answer or action that you have somehow deemed is an answer to healing. But this person says, I do not wish to do it. I wish to call this the end of the chapter and move on. So now you have allowed this person's right to choose to create some kind of harm or hurt or dissatisfaction. Right? And it's all coming from the eye. Your emotions your feelings all come from the eye. They are not created externally from you. You are choosing to react to this person's choice as hurtful or harmful to you because your wish is for their well-being and their survival. So how do we sit with this person once they've made these decisions? So one of the first things I ask of you, my little Lumineer, is that you acknowledge your discomfort. And you state the obvious of what you're feeling, which in a general statement might sound something of, I want to support you and I want to connect to what you're saying. But in this moment, I don't know how, I don't have the tools. And you can even admit that you're at a loss. And if your worry after that, confessing that you want to support them but you don't know how, if your worry after this is that they might show some kind of disappointment or wag of the finger that you're a bad person for doing so, right? First of all, it's not your responsibility of how others see you. But if you want to state after, I'm at a loss, I don't have the tools, I don't know how, you say, I share this because my openness is showing my love for you. My vulnerability is showing you my desire to connect. Do you see how you're taking the situation, stating really what your limitations are, and then announcing where it's coming from, that you're not doing so to create more harm or more distance. I find that with you Lumineers, that your energy, when it is creating a distance, when you're using words 
of separation, of alienation, where you are saying you are that and I am this, that is separation and alienation, that it creates such a internal imbalance that for somehow, even though you feel you voiced yourself, it hurts even more. Well, there we have that. <clears throat> Let's take a tea break. Rasika, thank you so much for the lovely tea that you sent my way. That is delicious. Or, even though you found yourself expressing, the words you chose were alienating and it created more grief inside even though you felt like you were very expressive it kind of made things crumble so that there that indifference between your words and how you're feeling on the inside that is the very thing that needs to be addressed so when you find you're using that is you and this is me very separate that you're not going to be able to allow your light to shine the way that it wishes, the way that you're made for. You're made for a connection. There's no separation in this experience. So if we find ourselves being with someone who's choosing to cross over, or maybe they don't even have a choice, maybe it is the end of their days, or they took their own lives, or an accident did so, and there you are left to wrestle with what your needs were in that situation, identifying what you're feeling. And here, Lumineers, I like to highlight that in the cases where you cannot speak face to face with the one who has the different belief system than you, I want you to understand in the deepest part of your heart, in the very presence of your mind and your body, that you do not require the person's feedback to create your own healing. You do not need to hear the words of, I am sorry. You do not need to hear the words, you were right. An external serving of words or vibrations does not mend or fix what is inside of you. You choose to mend or fix. The power alone of being able to cure, heal, fix, remain healthy, stay in balanced, that power alone, I feel, often scares you. Because you were not raised in a world to acknowledge it. You were raised to believe that you were partial, that you need others to help you heal, and that you could be broken, heartbroken, mentally broken, shattered, physically damaged, and Lumineers, all of these things. They're not accurate. 
You can heal the broken heart, you can mend the body, and you can enrich the mind. And it is by choice. Now let's say there's something more high emotional. Someone has come to your table, say with a political belief that is not aligned with yours. In fact, the first feelings and sensations that rush through your body is that of defense, that of blame, anger, confusion, complete confusion. Why this person that you love, respect, honor has come to the table with such amazing, solid beliefs that are so far from yours. Maybe because they go against the natural right of being a human. Maybe they go against some kind of financial plan that you enjoy. Maybe they go against some kind of law of protection, whatever it is, when your first gut instinct is to defend, to push, or to be angry, it is you, my little lumineer, it is you that need to be in check. It is not them. And you are not placed on this earth to be a teacher, you are not placed on the earth to show others how to see the light. In fact, no one is. But we are all placed here to shine our own light and to understand our own light. And this information is something that you already know. When that anger defense, when that shock arises and you are feeling it, your vibrations around your body are mimicking it. And this is what you are giving to the person who's coming to the table with what you might call outlandish belief systems that you cannot understand. I'm just using these colorful words for you. They are only going to feel your Anger, defense, shock. They're only going to process these things. So how do you think it's going to power them? They're going to get bigger and louder. Because in your culture, correct me if you do not find this to be true, but if you are not being heard, what is the first thing that you are trained to do. Show louder. Be louder. Be bigger and louder so that I can be heard. But does that allow the information to get across? No. Most of the times, no. <laughs> I find it amusing. Because as a lumineer, you understand this, yet there's something inside of you that is so earthbound. It has been learned for so many ancestral centuries. But here you are with it, saying, 
I know I don't want to react this way, but it's innate. So, when these emotions boil up, the anger, disappointment, the defense, the hate, the whatever it is, that's not going to help the situation, you then create pause. Because as we like to teach over here, pause creates momentum. And it's going to create the momentum that you need to understand each other, accept each other, not believe in each other's ideals, but understand and accept. Because there is no need on this earth to shun somebody else for what they believe in. If so, my little Lumineer, you might... How do I want to choose to say this? If you are judging another by their belief system, you are hiding from yourself. You are hiding from the things that you do not like about yourself. And I will encourage you to take a peek as there is so much more to discover. When we go along the line of therapy, healing, getting to know oneself, I want to let you know that it does not remove your character. It does not remove your ability to be sassy or bossy or have all the emotions in the rainbow from anger to excitement. Sometimes I feel, Lumineers, that you hold this spiritual enlightenment as if you must be dull, all-loving, surrender all of yourself to connect to all that is. And I beg of you to change the definition, because that's not it. So getting back, when you acknowledge these feelings rising, to first create pause, and begin to listen. And I ask that you listen without feeling. And if my little empathic lumineers have a hard time doing this, imagine that your ears are now going to become very enlarged. Right? Like the little bullhorns where they come out in front of you and that this intense white light is going to surround you from your neck down. So all that is vulnerable and all that is functioning is your head. Chin up, ears alert, you're going to listen and you're going to listen without processing a feeling. Can you imagine what this would allow you to do? It will allow you to understand what's trying to be conveyed. Upon listening in this manner and not feeling, which then pacifies the trigger, does not allow you to react emotionally, it will allow you to ask questions such as, I don't understand where you're coming from. Why do you like XYZ? And how does it support you? All of a sudden you become the investigator, the one who needs to know. Sometimes, Lumineers, I feel that you believe the heart is more valuable, which in many cases it is, 
but that the head is the one that does so much damage to you. It's the one that holds on to judgment and right and wrong and comparison, contrast and measurement. Yet, in difficult situations such as these, it is your head that can bring you to the place of healing simply by collecting the information from the source, not allowing your imagination to do so, and not allowing your emotional reaction to kind of umbrella the situation. So you ask for information, and the person responds, well, I like X, Y, and Z because this, that, and that, and it provides me this, that, and that. You say, oh, well, I actually need to be provided in that same way. So that's interesting. You'll find connection. But if we, in this day and age, Lumineers, choose to take sides, we are no better than the other person placing shame on us. You want to approach this day and age with great love, yet you punish the other person for not doing so? Well then, you are no better than them. So how do we get the reinforcements? When your family comes to the table and says who you're marrying or what you're doing or your actions, your belief systems, that they don't approve of it, so they are now going to not support you. First thing, create pause. Take a breath. Begin to listen and begin to ask why. Surround your heart with a white light, a heavy white light. Imagine your ears being large. Put on your inquisitive hat. If having pen and paper makes you feel more journalistic, then grab that and take notes. You don't need to mask how you're feeling. I'm not asking you to go numb. I'm asking you to not speak from the heart and speak from the head only in these moments. You may speak from the head and recognize the tears welling up and the feeling of struggling to stay seated. But I beg of you, understand why you are having these reactions. In the process of doing so, you are providing healing to yourself. How are you two feeling, besides hungry? <laughs> I have a question. Uh, how do you, because I, I feel as many uh, uh, viewers and lumineers and listeners right now are feeling, um, I, I feel as though, perhaps not always in my past, I have listened fully, but I feel that I have certainly extended a lot of empathy to other people, whether they be of different political viewpoints or different religious, different backgrounds, and that, that, that is what I've been raised to do. And I, I feel, as many people I'm sure do, frustrated of trying to always think with my, or to think with my head instead of thinking with my heart on a lot of issues. And how do you, so I guess my question is, how do you do, how do you talk to people? How do you understand people who 
won't think they're bad. Oh, that's wonderful. So maybe we could take this of when do we get to the heart? Yes. Because starting off in high emotional situations when the other opponent, let's call them the opponent, doesn't have the same belief systems as you, and they are very extremely different. Here you are, you've done your work, you've come from the logic, you've asked the questions, you've made a connection by understanding where they're coming from, but yet not believing, not accepting their same beliefs, because they don't align with you. And for that, I applaud you. That is the hard work. Now, I want to know, Jesse, is your frustration coming from not being heard? or not having the chance to have your heart expressed? My frustration, I think, is not truly coming from either one. My frustration frustration is I feel I understand where they are. I feel like I now I finally understand where the other side is coming from. And it's something that is, I, I cannot either, I, I, I cannot fully rationalize because I feel it's irrational or fully comprehend because it's incomprehensible, or it is just flat out not true. So uh, what steps, once I I feel that I, I just, I feel that the other side is wrong, and, and I'm truly listening, and I, I don't understand. So when you find yourself in the place of, you feel you've understood all the words being shared, because you've asked the questions, Many times. but yet you're still coming upon the brick wall, per se, the block where it is incomprehensible and that you feel as there's no other place but to say that is wrong, yes. that is not me. Then I would like to inquire or have you inquire to yourself why there is such a strong need to side with a right and a wrong because I clearly hear you not confessing that you are right. It is just that they, what they are presenting for you, is wrong. I, I yes, I, I feel certainly that I, I'm, I lend a certain degree of subjectivity to my viewpoint. I'm not sure the other side does. Then that is the level of acceptance after researching, right? Doing your logic, doing your information and being able to understand more where they're coming from. And of course, in high emotional situations, such as what we are in general covering, please insert your situation in, that you will always end up having more questions because it is fascinating almost that their viewpoint is maybe so darkened or narrowed or wanting to understand why is that viewpoint their truth? Why are they surrendering their power to believe in this answer when actually it is belittling them and not empowering them? Because there are some of those rulings coming up uh, in your political environment where they are suggesting that the person does not know right by their own body and that something above them must govern it. And some people are very happy about this. Why others feel quite imprisoned. Each party has their own truth and each party is correct in and of themselves. So now it is more of wanting to be heard on a higher level and wanting the right to there also to be a ruling, if I'm guessing right, to also be a ruling 
to allow you to have your own set of laws, maybe not governing you. And we're just using this as an example, Lumineers. This is not what Jesse brought to the table. So I didn't want your little minds to run on. So it might not be what the person can even provide to you. That it is some source higher where you have the need to be heard and to be acknowledged. There is a place, Jesse, where once we've done all the logical information and we've held our heart back, that then we now speak from the heart and we state what our need is. And sometimes it's simply, I just need to be heard from you. I do not need you to agree. I just need you to listen where I'm coming from and acknowledge that you've heard it. I don't need you to agree to it. Now, there and that was four sentences, which takes quite a while when you're in a high emotional situation. And it would take quite practice to remember to be so wordy and lengthy in your communication. But it gets you to a platform where two people who, from what you're viewing, are extremely different, can stay at the same table. So you're able to express then what you're feeling about it. And simply, by being heard, can get you to the same plateau. And then from that point forward, if the person at your table is not the one that can create a resolution, then it's time to go to the source. And I find, Lumineers, worldwide, that this is where a lot of you tend to go to sleep. Because you state that it's out of your hands, that it's too big, that you don't know where to go or what to say. And I want to encourage you to stay in your light and to find the ultimate source for you to be heard. Another thing is looking at lofty goals. Lofty goals could be that I'm requesting all of this to be done and to be done by tomorrow and we're going to change five laws and this is going to work for me. That's not a truly a request, it's more of a demand. We look at the differences between request and demand. Demand is naturally what your English language is designed around. It's designed to give directions and to tell people. And that is the alienating language. But if you give a reasonable request, if you give a time frame, if you talk about it, if it's listened to and understood and agreed to, that this is the process that will be worked on, then you can come to a place where both of you can be satisfied. Now, will both of you be happy? Will you both get what you want? Not likely. But will you understand why you came to the point? Yes. And through understanding, you can have that emotional comfort. I got very wordy. But if you are having a conversation with someone who can be the person to change the rule. Let's say if you are a teenager having a discussion with a parent about the rules and regulations around coming home after an evening. And the parent says you must be home by nine o'clock. And the child says that won't work. 
We are just getting started at nine o'clock. I'd like to be home at midnight. The parent says, absolutely not, it's too late. So here, the child can present a request. I would like to call you at nine o'clock and ask for an hour. Or I'd like to call you at ten o'clock and ask for an hour. I'd like to report to where I am so you can understand I do have the capability of taking care of myself of being aware of my surroundings and responsible. And until the parent can understand that it is a truth that this child is responsible, the parent will still have hesitation on giving the permission. So the request is building the trust levels so that then the parent understands what decisions they are making and says, yes, I give your request, you can return at midnight, have a good time. But in our political environment, not so easy. Because there are many voices making the decisions. So I challenge you lumineers who are having a diff difficult political environment. Maybe it's not so much about what is being done, but how it is being done. And maybe some of your frustration and your anger and these feelings rushing up is about the how and not so much the what. And in larger environments like political environments or community environments, many voices have to be one to create an outcome that is supportive to the whole. So your nation must stand together. It must not be separate. And that requires you, Lumineers, to look at when you're judging someone or saying that and this. You're not choosing to be one. This is not easy, but it is doable. So in looking back at how do you sit at the table with someone whose belief systems are nowhere near yours, and maybe they are making demands of you or sharing with you that you must do what they are saying. Maybe they are belittling you. Maybe there's some action that is not quite comfortable to you. I ask that you pause. Pause will create the momentum to begin to listen without emotionally reacting. Become inquisitive, ask the questions, get the information to create the emotional comfort. If you find that with all the information that you have asked, you cannot create an emotional comfort, please excuse yourself from the environment. Do that for yourself. Now, through asking and you've found emotional comfort, then you begin to share what your needs and what your feelings are And remember, it's not about resolving everything. It's just about being with. Answers don't need to come immediately. Sometimes in these difficult situations, answers are created with time. And allow that to unfold naturally instead of forcing it. Be aware of your language. Are you separating? Be aware of your language. Are you alienating? Be aware of your language. Are you connecting? 
Are you accepting? And again, accepting does not mean agreeing and taking on that belief system. And being a beautiful being of light does not mean that you surrender yourself and you become some neutral being without character, without means to show anger, sarcasm, jealousy, frustration. It simply means that you choose in this human life, this very human existence, to be your very best at every given moment. That is as much as you can ask for yourself, Luminia. Be your best at every given moment. Above all, the work starts with you. And if you're having a reaction, it's a reaction that's inside of you. It's not at the person you are looking at. Thank you so much for being here with me today. If you ever wish to have a conversation, please call upon me. I would love to be with you, to sit with you, to converse, to work with you. It is my greatest wish to help. Godspeed, Luminous. The ideas expressed by guests and channeled guests on the Lighter Side Show podcast are not necessarily Jamie's personal beliefs. Information received from the Lighter Side Show podcast is not to be used as a substitute for medical or psychological advice. For up-to-date info on Jamie, visit jamiebutlermedium.com and subscribe to the Lighter Side Network, Lumineers. I'll see you there. The Lighter Side Network, where the everyday meets the extraordinary.